Here she is, Jim said as they rounded the last bend. Sandy giggled. The house had been built against a steep hill, its front half supported by stilts, the area beneath the stilts cluttered with tools and tires and sporty-looking cars on blocks, a spider guarding its web full of flies. Only last weekend, she and Mateo had trekked into the hills to amuse themselves by mocking ridiculous houses like this. But then Mateo had accused her of secretly lingering beside someone's garbage cans for a slice of view, and he called her a view slut. They argued all the way home, Mateo claiming Sandy was destined to revert to her roots, to leave him for a yellow-haired yuppie, to settle down and have babies. There was no way. At 20, Sandy knew she'd rather die than be a rich man's wife, knew Mateo was perfect for her, truly committed, as was she, to living as lightly as possible on this earth. Still, sometimes she wished he weren't perfect, that he would match her weakness for commanding views with his own corrupt passion, something disgusting like fishing or, God forbid, golf. They sat looking up at the house, the silence between them humming like a fluorescent bulb. Actually, deer aren't the real problem, Jim said. I was reading this article. His arms felt light from the shock of the deer on the road. Although its appearance had proven his point about their abundance, almost hitting one felt like a bad omen. And the abundance of deer wasn't the point he'd been trying to make anyway. During droughts, there are too many deer. That's a fact. The parks can't support them. They come out looking for food and eat my garden to the ground. When she said nothing, he was glad he hadn't specified that he grew roses. Roses would probably strike her as the ultimate symbol of excess. He opened the door of the jeep and put one foot out. But the point of this article I was reading was that where the deer go, the mountain lions follow, which means, I guess, no one should go out unarmed. But don't worry, I've got my rifle handy. He got the rest of the way out and lifted his arms high above his head, stretching, stretching then dropping them, enjoying the rush of blood to his fingers. Bracing himself with his hands, he leaned toward the window of the jeep to stretch his Achilles tendons and saw the look of shock on her face. Trust me, he said, I'm an old pacifist. The stretch felt great after sitting all day. It refreshed him and he snapped up straight. Be fair, we'd have to get someone to shoot them. Why? she asked, her voice high and pretty sailing from the jeep. He laughed. If I saw a mountain lion in front of my house. He pictured the book he'd been reading to his kids, a neighborhood of wild animals. In-